Hello? Hello? Hello, this is Abby. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, we're never going to have like a normal intro, are we? I don't know how to intro myself. (laughs) Hello, this is Abby. (laughs) This is she. This is she. Uh, Throwback to when I just introduced myself as Abby for like the first three or four episodes. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I forgot about that. Thanks for the reminder. Mm-hmm. Um, it was confusing. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you mean? It was like very obvious that there were two people named. No. Obviously. <laughs> uh... How is that confusing at all? up dude have you have you been love what's been going on i've been um i've been good i've been super busy um doing stuff like going out going out on the town going like dog sitting yeah Yeah, in the club um dogs out for my boss uh and doing a lot of pottery still selling pottery um Mm -hmm. i yeah going on dates doing fun dates cute dates with cute people of course because abby's always a catch for everyone (laughs) i'm guessing another couple yeah of course yeah it's a a new couple and um (laughs) you know what (laughs) No, I just love how you're like, it's a new couple. It's just like, oh, yeah. I love it that there's just like more, just all the time, yeah. right? It just makes me happy. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, like the guy I've been seeing still saw him last week. We did a pottery class together. Cute. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cute. And I gave him, oh. um, I gave him a sake set that I made. A sake? Set sake. Oh, sake. Yeah, 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 yeah. I dig mm-hmm. that. I'm about it. Yeah, really she cute. really liked it. I never got a sake set. What the fudge, dude? I, I gave you um a ramen bowl. A ramen bowl. I know. I yeah. really appreciate it. I'm sad I don't get to use it right now. I miss making ramen and like using that little bowl. Yeah. And like how Where it, is like, it barely fit everything. It's like Yeah, it did turn out smaller than I thought. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, everything Sorry. shrinks, right? It happens. Yeah, it, I really it shrinks it. 12% in the kiln. <laughs> Just 12%. To be exact. Just 12%. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I'll keep that in mind. That'll be my fun fact that yeah. I know randomly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and just like having fun, just like making out with people. It's fun. It's fun of to make course. out. Hell yeah, it is, dude. Yeah. It's such a good like, time. Getting more comfortable making out with women. Um, nice. Yeah. It was like riding a bike, though. <laughs> it was like riding a bike? Yeah. Yeah. It feels like really natural. 
Dude, that's great. I love that it's getting more and more like just genuine and easy for you. That makes yeah. me really happy to hear. Yeah. Like I wasn't even that nervous last time. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, like really nervous before. Yeah. No, I believe it. Like I've definitely been nervous yeah. kissing guys before. I'm just like, this is yeah. so new to me. I'm mm-hmm. still freaking out. Yeah. So I freaked out a little bit last last time. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Progress. Progress, dude. Progress. Progress. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you're going to see them again? I think so. Yeah. Um, I'm down. I'm down. We both, we, we are not both. We three. <laughs> we three kings <laughs> of all. <Orient. laughs> True. Uh, we three, um, we want the same things, I think. And mm-hmm. I feel like there's like, we we're all like really similar. Like we have similar interests. They climb too. They climb a lot. Oh um, yeah. Wait, do I know them? Wait, do I know her? Do I know him? I don't, they don't climb just, a touchstone. Uh, okay, um, yeah. They climb other places, but they've been to touchstone stuff like occasionally. Um, Heard. But yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Cool. Fun stuff. Cool. A good time. A good, a good time. Good time. Yeah, dude. And yeah. What about you? How'd you meet these people? Wait, wait, wait. I want to oh, talk a little um, more. How'd you meet them? Uh, on field. Classic. Love that. <laughs> Love that it's been working for you. I think it's worked the best out of any app that I've ever been on. Yeah, Knock on wood. It seems like it. I mean, it just like seems to have been giving such like it's just been really easy for you because again, like we talked about how dating apps for you, you like love the fact that you can put as much information as you want on field, right? Whereas mm-hmm. like dating apps is kind of limited in a lot of other ways. Like Hinge is yeah. like kind of nice because you have to put six photos and you have to put three images or three mm, prompts. And answer the question. Yeah, the prompts. Yeah, that's really good. I, I really like Field. I really, really like Field. It's good. I think people are just like generally nicer, you know, mm-hmm. and like a little bit more mm-hmm. more earnest Open. in like actually wanting to talk and like actually wanting to get to know someone. Um, there are some people that I felt like, you know, it was not like that. Like I was literally, did I tell you about when I was in the Trader Joe's and I got the field notification? I don't remember. Can you start? And then can you just finish the story even after you start? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just like tell the story? Can you just tell the story? Um, I was, it was like right in the beginning when I got the app. So I was mm-hmm. still kind of new to it and was like in awe of it and was just like, oh my God. And then I matched with this couple. They're really hot. And then I was just like talking to the guy first, not the girl, um, mm-hmm. before we'd like, we like got into a group chat or whatever. And I was chatting with him, but I happened to be like in Trader Joe's for gro- like getting groceries. Mm-hmm. And we'd only chatted for like a day or two. And then he suddenly was like, he sent me a photo of her like naked basically like ass up naked and was like do you want to come over right now and eat out my girlfriend 
And I was like, sir, Aggressive. I'm in a Trader Joe's. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is a Wendy's? <laughs> yes, sir. This is a Wendy's. Yeah. Oh, I was like, um. That's such a boy thing to do. Yeah. I was like, whoa, dude. Like, I'm not ready for this. Yeah. A little aggressive. A little aggressive. And I didn't respond for, or like, I didn't like jump at it. So then he just unmatched me. Oh, well. All right. That means. Yeah. Cool. Well. <laughs> That's like like a weird slash progressive version of a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, yeah. I was like, does she consent to this? Like, does she want me to come over? Does she want this? Yeah. Well Yeah, that's funny. That was interesting. <laughs> Uh, how was therapy today, love? It was good. Um, I met with a new person today. So, how'd that go? Yeah, it, um, it went really well. I met this guy. He, I found him on ZocDoc. Have you heard of that? No, but I'm intrigued now. I like it. It's like, because I was looking at psychology today, like you told me. And then... Mm -hmm. I got on like ZocDoc.com um, and it's like a doctor, a doctor database. It's super easy mm -hmm. to use. And um, I felt like that it was showing me some doctors that weren't on psychology today. Um, but like there, there were like reviews on there too. And this guy mm -hmm. was literally like five minutes away from where I work, like walking in Fuck a really yeah. cute house like he has a house and then a back house where he has his office and he see mm -hmm. he sees people in person no masks mm -hmm. with like windows open and mm -hmm. he has like a phd he has been doing this thing for like 20 he's been doing having like patients for like 20 years or clients i mean for 20 years and um he was like the first one of the first openly gay Episcopal priests. Episcopalian? Uh, oh, yeah. Epis Episcopalian? I think that's what it's called. Uh, okay. Like he used to be a priest, I guess. Mm -hmm. Or reverend. I don't know what they called him. Um, mm -hmm. And he's so, yeah, he's gay and he's very nice and he's like super, like he has a lot of. Lagubita clients and Lagubita. Um and he he has a lot of clients that are in non monogamous relationships and he's like he's saying that they they could be really beautiful and like that it could potentially be like the optimal way to live, but like a lot of people just aren't ready or like mature enough to understand it. Mm -hmm. so it's like kind of not it's not like mainstream but it's definitely becoming more mainstream and mm -hmm. he yeah he he was like very supportive of it yeah he was nice i felt comfortable with him ish so yeah ish why do you say that i'm just always so like on guard 
uh, around therapists and doctors. I well, sounds yeah. familiar. <laughs> yeah, I'm on guard. That's right. On guard. I'm on guard. Um, and I was like, I had my pill. I had his pillow in front of me. And I was sitting mm. on the couch. And he, he mm. commented on it and said it was like a, a safety object, <laughs> like in front of yeah, me. Yeah, dude, I get that. Between me and him. I definitely hold on him. to shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking love that. It's so nice to have That's like nice. something to hold on to. Um, yeah. I like, which was good. Uh, it was like, it's been really good to like have something like that. Um, but anyway, like continue, it. continue, continue. So what? So any highlights? Any like? I'm sorry, I don't remember if I already asked. But are you gonna see him again? Do you think? Um, I think so. I have to break up with my current therapist, and mm, but he has he has like openings. Like I could basically just slot in in more normal time. Like that, Heck I yeah. that I see that I have a therapy now. Like I could just see him mm-hmm. at the same time. Perfect. Yeah, it all just kind Perfect. of like lined up perfectly. Like he's exactly what I was looking for. Yep, it's at crazy, exactly dude. the right time too. Yeah. The the thing is though, like I am not looking forward to having the conversation with my current therapist. Um, yeah, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. Yeah. It's gonna be really hard. Um. But again, if anyone's the best to break up with, it should be the best to break up with a therapist, right? Right. Yeah. I guess I'll just be like, I just feel like um, I want to find, like, uh, what do I say? Like, I want to find, well, one, someone that takes insurance. That would be helpful. Mm-hmm someone that's closer to where I live and where I work, who I can see in person and someone who has more experience with the way that I'm living my life. And like, with, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah and that I felt like, like invalidated by certain things. And like, I just don't feel completely comfortable and I feel like I should be comfortable after like two years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be kind of nice. <laughs> that would be ideal in a lot of ways. Do you feel like you're completely comfortable with your therapist? I feel really comfortable. Um, I wouldn't say like completely, but I don't feel completely comfortable with like really anyone. Um, mm. Like, I don't know how true that is, but definitely like things that I keep to myself, right? Um, right. Uh, but like, I am really comfy with my therapist. Like I can say things I'm like a little scared to, and she like receives it really well, which I'm very happy about. Mm -hmm. And she's like been helpful and reminding me different things. And even if she doesn't say something, she can like spark something for me to be like, Oh, right. Fuck. I got kind of deal. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. She's really cool. That's good. I'm so happy that you feel good with your therapist. Yeah, and I think it's interesting how I feel really – I feel good, like, with a male therapist. 
but I also feel good with mm-hmm. a female therapist. Um, mm-hmm. but like I mean, my favorite, out, right? <laughs> <laughs> with my bisexuality, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But honestly, my favorite therapist that I've had, if I'm counting this guy, I don't know how he's gonna be, but if he is one of them, then they my favorite therapists have been male mm. that I've had, which is interesting. That is interesting. Um, I cannot say the same, but I feel like a lot of women <laughs> have said the same about what you've said. Like, really? I really, yeah, I feel like that. But I also don't talk to a lot of people about their therapist. I talk about therapy. Yeah, it's not something that's commonly discussed, which is why we're breaking yeah. barriers right here on therapy thoughts you heard it here first folks and i hope it's not the last um no dude it's been like it's been really interesting like my mom has a male therapist my little sister has a female therapist i don't yeah. like she definitely love like she has two because since she's in colorado uh she'll have one in colorado and one in california um, hmm. and I know that she loves the one in California. I don't know about the one in Colorado. I haven't really asked. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. And then I don't, I know my friend Kave has a female therapist, I think. Um, I think so stuff like that. I, my mom has a, a male therapist or she calls him her, uh, not her supervisor. I don't know. The psychologist for a psychologist? Your grand psychologist? Yeah. <laughs> He's my grand psychologist. <laughs> That's funny. I wonder if there's something to that. Like if it's, if we're thinking in terms of a parental figure, mm-hmm. like I wonder if people feel more comfortable with the gender of the parent that they feel more comfortable discussing things with interesting i have never thought about that i just thought about it yo that's a good fucking question um yeah actually i don't like the first one that i like have as a counter argument is kame because he has a lot of issues with his mom like a lot Mm. of issues like she's um without going too much into it she's just like crazy so Mm. like Mm-hmm. kind of crazy and so but i don't know it, i don't know but i like that theory i'm sure that there's yeah it's just a theory it, right yeah it's just a theory a game theory huh. <laughs> 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 i was so nerdy <laughs> yeah i was pretty nerdy a but i'm going to follow theory. up with that one a game theory um anyway um well, I'm excited for you and your new therapist. I yeah. am intrigued to hear about your breakup. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. I mean, she's probably not going to be too surprised because the last couple sessions I've brought up things that I wasn't, that I was feeling, you know, like that I wasn't super mm-hmm. happy about. Mm-hmm. But um, I just hope that she's not, that she won't say like, 
well, I want to like keep discussing this and like keep working on it. Because I'm just kind of like yeah. over it. Um, yeah. But anyway. You're just, you're just done with it, dude. I get it. Yeah. Something that I thought was interesting, though, was like in therapy today, he asked me like, are there things that you, that I should know, like about you? And I didn't. That's a good question. Like I, I like told him some stuff, but I didn't feel comfortable enough to like go through a lot of the details and like mm-hmm. peel back the layers of the onion, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, it just takes me a while um, to do that. Of course. And like it like a while. Like I I mean there's still things that I haven't told you that I'm just I mean, like that's fair. And I hear it and I think that that's very human. Yeah. But what was interesting was like he had this intake form online that I filled okay. out this afternoon and it was like a general thing about like who I am. Mm-hmm. And he asked certain questions. And I was able to actually, like, be more honest in my writing and, like, write something that I felt like was good. Like, That's really interesting. I yeah. am really intrigued by that. Yeah. I definitely can relate because, for example, when I was in college and I, like, was trying to find a therapist, um, the first time I met this one therapist, I was, like, really going through it. I, like, wrote – she – like had kind of an intake form too. I think that mm-hmm. that's been kind of like more standard, which is great. Um, <laughs> and she was like, uh, it was either like, why are you here? Or like, do you have like any things that you really want to talk about? I'm like, I have suicidal mm-hmm. ideation and I need help. And she goes, so I noticed on your form that <laughs> you said these things. Do you want to talk about that first? I'm like, yes, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just easier. I think. To like yeah. get it out on paper, then say it. Yes. Have you ever thought about like writing, uh, writing out what you want to say and bringing it to therapy? No. That might actually be really helpful. Yeah. Or like taking a notebook and like, like I've I've kind of wanted to do notes after therapy. Hmm. But I, every time I'm like, eh. But I really should. And just like keep a I notebook. Know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, for a while, I was doing notes in therapy. I'd be like, hold on, let me write that down. I'd write it down. Yeah, that sounds really good. Sometimes I want to just like record it. <laughs> you probably could. Like, yeah. Just like record what they down. say. Mm-hmm. You can say, hey, can I record some of these things? And sometimes I'll say yes, sometimes I say no. I don't know. I I don't know at all, right? Yeah. Um, but I would just get used to, like, bringing a notebook because then you can highlight and then, like, see what you wrote, right? Yeah. Once, though, in, in high school, I um, wrote, like, this really long, like, 30-page thing that was, like, a combination of a bunch of dark uh like journal entry type stuff Mm -hmm. that I was like going through because I was like really going through it and then I Mm -hmm. printed it out and it was kind of like a biography autobiography Mm -hmm. and I printed it out and I gave it to my therapist and I was like just read this like this is everything you need to know (laughs) dude I fucking love that 
That's so cool. How, wait, when did you say you did this? High school. Ahead of your time, girly. That's so cool. I, I still love have that it. So much. I still I, have it. I love Although that. I love that so much. It's so it's so full of like turmoil and angst and cringe and just like yeah, I like don't teenage it, life. Yeah, I just like I don't think I can read it now. Yeah, you don't have to read it. Like yeah. that's for sure. But I love that you still have it. I love that you fucking did it, dude. That's so cool. Yeah. I named it too, like it's a fucking novel. Like, <laughs> yeah. How long is it? It's like thirty pages. It's thirty pages. Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it's that. It's a dude. novella. <laughs> Oh my god, can you please like don't edit anything. Just write like a new one and like it'll be like what's that movie Boyhood? Oh, like I that. love that movie. You should write your own Boyhood. It'll be called Girlhood. Girl Jacket. <laughs> girl, girl jacket? Oh shit, I just got it. Oh my god. <laughs> bad that was good yeah it was pretty bad um <laughs> it'll be called girl boot <laughs> it'll be called girl boot or or how, how would we put it girl cardigan <laughs> or our them sweatshirt their sweatshirt <laughs> would that be you <laughs> <laughs> yes i ref- i my uh, autobiography will be their uh, harness. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like that. I really like that. Uh, thanks, love. Um, <laughs> I do not have any pronouns because I do not wish to be referred to. Period. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wish <laughs> I wish you not exist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. Um, no, dude, it's funny. Wait, well, can I actually starting... tell you what the title of it was? Because you're going to find this yes, so funny. Yes, please. Please. <laughs> that was so emo. <laughs> I love hearing you laugh before you even tell. <laughs> oh, there's a dog. Yeah, there's a dog. Hello, pup. Um, it's called Whitewashed. <laughs> <laughs> about that <laughs> um see i didn't even put together that it's like because i'm white or anything like it was just it was more emo than that like i was just like everything feels gray like all the colors are are whitewashed from my life because mm-hmm. i was so depressed got it got it yeah got it's it. not it's not that fun but it's funny that's pretty funny that's pretty funny yeah like well white wash jeans white wash jeans um 
Well, I fucking love that, dude. That's so good. Thank you for sharing. I will forever remember that. You're welcome. And I hope to read your your autobiography one day. (laughs) I've never shared it with anyone besides that therapist. That's fair. I hope you write a new one and and you share it with your new therapist. That'd be fun. That would be fun. I hope it's 50 pages. You know what I did, though? A lot of it was like every chapter was like named after a dude I hooked up with. (laughs) (laughs) oh dude i hope it's like like chapters like and like the length of the chapter is either one related to how long you had sex with them or how long it was between you had sex with him and the next person yeah i mean some of them were like i was ruthless like it would just yeah, be like dude. the name of the person, like, like um, it would be like Bill, and then like like some people would have like f- a few pages discussing the relationship or whatever mm-hmm. the hookup, and then other mm-hmm. people would be like Henry, and then it'd be like fuck boy, fuck bye. <laughs> That's it. Period. <laughs> yep. I cannot, dude. I love that so much. Oh my god, was no. I in there? Maybe. Probably. I think, dude, probably. I was, I mean, I'm not like. Because it was around that time that's so that I was funny. writing it. I wonder what I said uh, about you, though. I, I forget. I like, I'm kind of curious. Like, you do not have to share, but I'm just like, you know, my curiosity has been piqued. Anyway. I think I annoyed at you because I feel like you ghosted me. Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't be. I wouldn't put it past me. Yeah, I was. I was a little insecure boy. You don't remember that? Oh, I do. I don't remember it exactly like that, but I do remember feeling something similar to that. Similar. Yeah. To that. Yeah. No, I hear it. I hear it. Sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> I feel real bad. It's all good. I did. Yeah, I love you so much, Abby. <laughs> I'm so happy you're in my life. <laughs> me too. It was meant okay, to be cool. anyway, you know? We found our it's way back to true. each other. True, dude. Very, very true. God, what a funny little... <laughs> a little... <laughs> a funny little happenstance. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Classic Abby uh, transition. Transition. Anyway. talk about today there's something else spirituality right oh right yeah dude let me look at my questions i came up with questions huh i did yeah (laughs) i did (laughs) i thought so hard on these questions (laughs) i know especially since you're so spiritual right abby yeah it really came from the heart do we want to um, talk about one or like background first about like religion slash spirituality? I think that's sure. kind of interesting. 
Do you want to go first? Or you want me to? I don't care. You can go. Here, rock, paper, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. How do we play virtually? Um, just, just yell. Just say what you're it. Out. Yell it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. one, two, three, and then you say it, right? Okay. Okay. Rock, mm-hmm. paper, scissors, scissors. Rock. Okay. I'm, well, I win. Okay. So then. Do you want to do, do two out of three? <laughs> no, I just want to. Like, we can go. Okay, I win, so that means you go first. Cool. All right. Well, ha. I grew up Roman Catholic. <laughs> ha. <laughs> <laughs> well, I grew up Roman Catholic, um, and like was born and raised all the way from kindergarten or like like birth to like birth. early college birth. Um, I was birthed into the world of Jesus. Like my middle name is Jesus. So Oh no way. Uh, I didn't know that. Most people don't. I didn't really bring it up that often. AJ. Um AJ. Yeah. AJ. There was a while when I was like, I should make that my nickname. And then I thought about it more. I was like, that's such a dumb nickname. No offense no, to anyone that's named AJ, but like I didn't want I kinda to be like AJ. it. Oh. I'm I hear it. I just didn't want to be called AJ. Okay. It's fair. Um, okay. So even in high school, like I went to an all guys Catholic Roman high school, Roman Catholic high school, (laughs) Catholic (laughs) Roman high school. (laughs) In Roman times. In in Romanian times. We only wrote in times New Roman. That one really got me. <laughs> no, I really like it. Um, so Roman Catholic High School, all boys. It was freaking sick. We had two sister schools that are also like both Roman Catholic, Catholic Roman, um, whatever Cat- you want to say. And yeah, it was just like fun. It was really, very fun. Um, but like religion was always Was like, it really? Well, like the the school part, the religious part was like difficult. Um, yeah. growing up it was like always really interesting because like my mom was religious and my dad but my dad was like the one that always took us to church every single Sunday and he was like the one that was like giving me a lot of trauma so I'm like dude I don't understand what you're trying to do here like it like it was, for example like on the way to church was like one of the first times that my dad like purposefully like hit me or at least like one of the most significant times right I was like 12 mm. or something and we're on the way to church and he just like turns around and like backhands me across the face. I'm like, cool. Oh yeah. Like, cool, cool. Jesus. Um, Literally. So it was, just, yeah. <laughs> just Sorry. Christo. <laughs> no, Jesus Christo. Jesus Christo. Um, yeah. So it's just like, I don't understand what the fuck you're trying to do here. Like you're trying to teach religion, but at the same time, like you don't ever really practice you make us like pray at every dinner, but like that doesn't really do much. All these different things, right? It was just like very hypocritical mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Also, fun fact: when Constantine was making, um, making the Bible, uh, when Constantine was making the Bible, they actually like and putting all like the books together, and like they were choosing all the books, they 
had they needed a way to like control people so they came up with the, the idea Love of that. hell yeah so like there wasn't uh, hell before that like they didn't have a hell yeah because hell isn't real well sorry yeah it isn't like it well i don't believe, I don't believe yeah today. And so, like, they came up with hell in order to scare people. Like, they were using religion and heaven. to scare people. And heaven, yeah. And yeah. on top of that, on top of that, uh, they changed out the words pedophilia for homo for homosexuality. Yeah, yeah. There's I've I've looked at that a lot. Like that. Um, there's old Bibles that they, they can people have found. Like mm-hmm. really old Bibles that show that, you know, the proof that it wasn't homosexuality. Yeah. It was like they were changing pedophilia to homosexuality. Yeah. And they're like, and they like deliberately chose that. Like Romans yeah. were very, homo- like they were very, what's it called? Like homoerotic. Yeah. And like they were all yeah. about brotherly love. They're all right? about, yeah. They're all about taking it up the ass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted I just wanted to hear your reaction. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things that they actually like that they one of the reasons why they were like so pro like sex is they're like, if you are, are going to have sex with a woman, you need to know what it feels like. So they would have sex with each other to show how to have sex with women. That's so interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of other reasons why they had sex, but like that was well, one yeah. for sure. And it makes sense, Weird. right? Like that was also why wouldn't, that was like further gone. Why wouldn't they just have sex with women though? Like they were like it feels like they wanted to make a reason why, but they just wanted to have sex I mean, with each other. They had sex with each other, no, like for different reasons. They had sex before a war. They had sex because mm-hmm. it was just like brotherly. Oh, really? Love. They had sex for a, like, yeah. They were just like very much in tune with their masculinity and their brotherly love, and like more comfortable with it. Uh huh. Like, yeah. They didn't really need a reason to have sex with each other. It was just like, oh, you should do this because this is like equality. Like Romans also, yeah. It was just stuff like that. Wait. What, and that was before a lot of the like homo, uh, what do you call it? Homophobic Phobia? stuff happened. Yeah. 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 So this yeah. is like way before. And then like people created homophobia. Like this was during like Christ's times. Didn't the Romans kill Jesus? Like there's arguments about it, but yes, basically. And they blamed the Jews for it. And then the Jews became, the Jewish people became pariahs for killing Jesus. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Even though Jesus was Jewish. Jesus was Jewish. There's a lot of things there. A lot of things there. There's a lot of things. So anyway, so I grew up Roman Catholic. <laughs> yeah. <And> then, <laughs> I went into like college and I was like, if there was really a God, then why is there so much shitty thing? Like so many shitty things that happened to such good people. Right. Mm -hmm. Like so many shitty things. Right. I feel, yeah, I feel that. Um, Definitely had that thought. 
So that tore me apart. A lot of other things too. Um, also like being like bi, I didn't know how to handle like my sexuality too. It was really difficult. Um, and mm. then now I'm just like more spiritual. Like I believe that there is something in the universe. We I just kind of just call it the universe that there's just like universal energy or love or karma or whatever it may be. Like, I don't know what it is. Some people, they define it as God. Some people, they define it as like, like multiple gods, like polytheism, um, nice. all these different things. So, but like, I just think that there's something in the world. So I think I'm like agnostic is what the term is. Yeah. I think I'm agnostic too. Yeah. 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 I just don't know. But there's like, I'm a firm believer that the universe provides. Yeah. And so it makes me believe and hope that there's something like kind of watching out, right? Yeah. Like I was just talking to this girl, um, the one of the, the girl that's in like that couple about how mm. if like we believe every the saying like everything happens for a reason or not because mm. um, I well my mom hates that term so I was kind of like grew mm. up not believing that everything happens for a reason but then a lot of my friends would say it and like what you said about bad things happen to re- really good people and like just crazy things happen for no reason at all Mm-hmm. all the time and so that makes me kind of question that saying but I a lot of things like work out in weird ways like that originally might it might have seemed like something bad happened to me or something that like I didn't want happened or like I didn't get that job or I didn't get into that school and then like years down the line you kind of see how you you're really happy with how it worked out Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know if there's like someone looking out. No, I don't know. I just don't know. One thing for sure, though, is that there, it's like a double-edged sword. sword. It's like human. Yeah, humans can always make like reason out of anything, right? Like if Mm. we can look back and make a pattern like, oh yeah, it's because of this one thing that all these other things happen, right? Like the butterfly effect. But at the same time, it's just like, it's, there is some truth to it, right? Like everything in the fucking universe and all of time has happened to make this one moment in time happen. Mm -hmm. Or like us to be talking for you listener to be listening to us breaking fourth walls for <laughs> like all these things right it's just like that's that's just like the reality of it and yeah like everything happens for a reason you can put as much weight to it as you want um and like some of my friends really hate it but i'm just like it gives me comfort right like okay i know this is a shitty moment but there's going to be other moments in the future yeah i think that i'm not very spiritual but i think believing in something gives me comfort like you said like hoping that something is something means something like there's someone out there something out there 
bigger than me. It's like looking out. It does feel really comforting. So I mm-hmm. I understand the pull and like mm-hmm. like the draw to collective religion. But um I honestly believe that ninety nine percent of all religion in all of history has just amounted to horrible things and more pain than good. But you know. Yeah, I do know. Yeah. Like with Catholicism or Christianity, there was like the uh what's it called? What are those wars called? What? The, what, are the, what are those wars called? Oh uh, the uh the Crusades? Yeah, the Crusades, right? Literally wars. So yeah. many wars. Wars. So many and wars. So, so many much awards. us versus them. <laughs> True. So much. True. Not and we versus we. On. You know? True. <laughs> 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 like um, but like there's just there's a lot of like religion's definitely been used in terrible ways, which is like the shitty part. And it kind of taints a lot of of religion. Like dogma really is like where I find a lot of fault in religion. Like if religion was just like purely beliefs, well, ideas, like a belief means that you don't, your aren't as willing to change and ideas, like something that's uh-huh. very flexible, but you can like hold on to it and like still identify uh-huh. a lot of things around it. Hmm. But like dogma writes down these things and then it becomes hard facts and the way that yeah. we structure our um, religions around it is really, yeah, is law. Um, Yeah. And so it's difficult because, like, without organization, people, like, you can't have, without organization, like, the government won't recognize it, like, you can't use it for war, all these different things, right? So it makes sense why it was organized, but at the same time, that's exactly what kind of like ruined religion, at least for me. Uh, yeah. There's so many things that are horrible about it. Like, I, like I just was thinking off the top of my head, all these different things, like people, uh, like the missionaries and forced Catholicism, like forced, um, forcing like the native, like Native Americans to, you know be like Catholic and change their entire appearances and um, people mm-hmm. like the Catholic priests, like the, I mean, we could just like go forever yeah, and ever and like discuss mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and just othering and people believing that like Logobita is like a sin and like killing them for it. And all the stuff like oh, Jesus Christ I hate it pun intended it's um <laughs> it is pretty pretty freaking rough dude it is really so rough so I am agnostic leaning atheist but would like to hope that something's out there I just don't know so I, I can't say for certain just as I can't say for certain there isn't anything like like, you know, both sides. Because how do you know? Um, mm-hmm. I enjoy as- astrology <laughs> a little bit more than religion. Um, 
as a classic bi person, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, I totally just went on a rant. I really do. There, no, dude, it's fair. I, again, like, so the reason why I believe so many people find comfort in religion is for a couple of reasons, but one main reason is community. Like community, like if you have yeah. core values and people that surround those core values, you're automatically going to get along for a yeah. number of reasons, right? Like that's why a lot of people, like if you go traveling, you'll find places that you're like, I really love this place. Like all the people like are very similar and they have this kind of mentality. It's because like those places have core values that are just accepted throughout the community or that country. Yeah. Right? And you have your uh-huh. own core values and all these different things. So like religion does that and provides a space for people to immediately find other like other yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people meet meet like spouses at the church or at the temple mm-hmm. or wherever. Because yeah. you have similar core values. Mm-hmm. Um Exactly. And it's just like, it makes sense. You know, it makes sense. It's, it's yeah. fair. Like, do you go ahead and do you, it just like, yeah, not go off. go off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go off on that religion, pop off, but it's not me. Um, yeah. I grew up Jewish and, but like reform Jewish. So there, I don't know if you know, like different, there's different I levels don't. of how intense you are. <laughs> what i don't I know that no i didn't know that okay but continue um but it's like you could be orthodox jewish or reform or like ultra reform where you're just like barely jewish <laughs> um <laughs> like you're still sorry you're still jewish everyone's the same like jewish amount because yeah. you're like born into it or whatever by your in blood like if your mother was Jewish like on your mother's side yeah that means like you are and a lot of people see it as an ethnic group rather than a religion or both Mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting Mm -hmm. um because there's so little Jewish people left um it's like two percent or something of the world's population or less so yeah a lot of people Mm -hmm. a lot of people view it as an ethno religion. Um, I guess I, I think it's an ethno religion, but I think it is. Yeah. 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 And, and it's, it's tough because like Jewish people have been persecuted forever throughout history. And, um, I haven't experienced a ton of it, thankfully a ton of like anti-Semitism, but Mm -hmm. the rising anti-Semitism in the country over the past couple years has been like really stressful. Um, and yeah, like since college, since I was in college, I've noticed a lot more. So that's been tough, but I don't practice and, um, but I still identify as, as Jewish, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, it and like everyone does. throughout my family, everyone like I'm like very Jewish ethnically. Like everyone from both sides of my family is Jewish and was Jewish forever for without t- like from every 
time period we were Jewish. <laughs> um, Every time period we were Jewish. We were married, married Jewish, birthed Jewish um, from Poland and, and uh, Budapest, you know, like Hungary, that, that area. That's like where mo- most of my family is the was ancestrally um so uh a lot of my a lot of my great so my great grandma's siblings and parents they all died in the holocaust they were all murdered um so yeah it's intense and i went to see i i went to a lot of concentration camps when i was in europe studying abroad and like I went to Auschwitz. Wow. That must have been really fucking hard, dude. Yeah. I cried throughout the entire thing. Like the bus ride up I cried. Then like the tour I cried. And then like the bus ride back I cried. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um But yeah. yeah. I remember going to the Holocaust Museum. I was just like torn. And mm. like even as a kid. And then I went to France. And mm. me and my, like the girl I was seeing at the time, we like find this one spot. And we're like, huh, we wonder what this is. And we couldn't speak French. So we're like, what is this? And they go, oh, it's a memorial or something like that. Or like a monument. And we're like, oh, okay. And we walk in mm-hmm. and it's just like, all holocaust victims the concentration mm-hmm. camp or uh gas chambers and stuff like that were like dude damn it was just like so heavy and it's just like yeah you can feel like the air feels so heavy like every time yeah. you're like you can just feel everything and it just like hurts it hurts yeah it like hurts dude it really hurt yeah i saw like there was an exhibit or, you know, like there's all these yeah. people's belongings there mm. at Auschwitz and like the people's suitcases that they like just had to leave. Mm. And the name, like they had them literally like write their names on their suitcases, their last names, because they were like, you're going to get like, we're going to give them back to you. So like write your name. Such a fucking lie. But anyway, um, oh. I saw my family's last name on one of the suitcases and that's when I lost it. So yeah, it was really heavy, but anyway, yeah, I I had to be bought mitzvahed. Do you know what that is? Yes. Did you ever go to any bought mitzvahs? I did not. Again, all my family and friends were around the, around the Catholic, the Catholic religion. Interesting, I because I know a lot of people that like aren't Jewish but went to like a ton of bar mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs. No, um, I didn't go to one. Damn, you could have gone to mine. That would have been fun. But no, we didn't know each other then. Um, but yeah, I was forced to do it. Of course. And I and I refused, and I really didn't want to. And then finally, they they made me. Um. Yeah. But fun. I had to. I had to do what a speech. Family, like, for... Oh, really? 
Yeah, I had to do a speech in front of the entire congregation and all my family. And I had to talk about something. And so I literally did a speech about how I wasn't sure that God was real. And like... (laughs) And in front of everyone. So, yeah. You're fucking bold, dude. Yeah, I was really fucking bold. I was like 13. Wow. Yeah. So that's Wow. Yeah, dude. Like, I had no problem really growing up with, like, really God. I was just like, God's just a thing. It's just a real thing. And then it was only until, Mm -hmm. like, college where it really started to shake and it fell. Oh, college, really? Yeah. It was really Um, fucking interesting. Yeah. Um, But. Oh, I had uh, questions. Unless you have more. Yeah. No, go for it. Um. So. I'm finding the questions. So. How. How. Oh yeah. So how have your spiritual beliefs and practices influenced your decision to explore non-monogamy? Hmm. Hmm. So again, I believe that there's just like something like I just believe in the universe, right? The the universe kind of does its own thing. Don't really push it. Don't really like lean too hard on it, but it's just like comforting. And I think Like, my spirituality has really been interesting because it's just been more about attachment, very Buddhistic, um, very much uh-huh. like attachments, the root of all suffering. Um, like, there's. Attachment some, like, is the root of all suffering? Yeah. Oh. So, that's like the main thing about Buddhism. Like, where, at, like, if you cut. If you kind of break it down, it's, it is pretty true where like the only way we suffer is if we like lose something, like we can be attached to an outcome. If we don't get it, we're very sad and heartbroken. If we get attached to a person and they lose it, that's like, and we lose them, that's like suffering. We can get attached to, um, like a feeling or like what we expect or how, or all these different things are like an object. And once they like uh-huh. change or don't meet the expectation of what we want and we get attached to that, that's where the suffering is. Uh-huh. And that's something that I've really been trying to think about is like with polyamory, I think about what it would mean to lose someone and like how scary and difficult it would be. Um and how, but at the same time, like humans are very social creatures. Like we are attached by nature, right? Yeah. Like, we, we need attachment to like be human in a lot of ways. And so yeah. I find that attachment is very human, but I also know that it is going to bring me pain and suffering. So that's what like has been made me really 
try to be intentional with the people that I am attached to. So with polyamory, it's just like finding quality people that are comfortable with like who I am and my lifestyle, like the type uh-huh. of people that I that I am and who I surround myself with, and all these different uh-huh. things. It's just like been like okay, and like if I'm dating someone, it means that I have like we both have that risk of finding someone else and falling in love with them. Right? It's just a real thing. And growing attached to people is really hard and really scary because being poly means that they can explore other relationships and they can just leave you. So it means that they have to continuously choose to be with you continuously. Otherwise it's just like, then you break up. Like that's kind of the thing. And uh-huh. under, huh? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. So just understanding that I am putting myself at risk of being hurt has made me appreciate all the relations that I have right now with my friends, with my loved ones, with my family. And like that spirituality has really reminded me of how like the universe has provided me in different ways and like taught me different things. Like I would not be the person I am today if it wasn't for like my last relationship and how like I really lost myself. Um, like I relearned one of my, one of the lessons that I did, um, today from a year ago, breaking up from that relationship. And like the universe has weird ways of showing you the things that you don't want to learn. Right. Yeah. It's, it's really shown me how to surround myself with people that I love and like be intentional about it. How do you find, how do you know when you found someone who aligns with your values and like someone that you feel comfortable attaching to? Dude, feeling. It's the money question. It is a money question. Feeling, like every time I'm just like, it depends on how someone makes you feel, not how they act or or what they say. Um, for example, uh like i met this human today she's pretty freaking cool um like i went for a run earlier today and then Mm -hmm. i came to the pool so that way i didn't have to shower just like jumped in the pool and she's like the only other person in the pool and for some reason i'm just like i see something in you there's just something there and so, like, we don't talk. Like, we barely talk. Like, the only thing that we have to say is, like, I'm trying to get into, like, this big flamingo floaty. Like, <laughs> I'm trying, okay. trying to lay in it. And I'm just like, she goes, do you want me to help you in it? I'm like, no, I think it will be funnier if I try to get in it at first. And I go, what do you think is the best way to get in there? She goes, you just got to do it. I'm like, cool. So that was kind of, like, the extent of our first conversation. Okay. And then a while later, we see each other in the in the kitchen, and just like immediately, we knew that we were friends. Like we just started talking, and we have like the same sense of humor, and we just uh-huh. like talked for the rest of the night until like this call, and it was just like so good, just like 
it, it, we didn't even need to really say much to understand that we already had some similar ideas and feelings. Uh-huh. And I just like felt really comfortable around her. And I think she felt really comfortable around me. And like, like whatever this may be, again, Polly for me is just like, see where everything goes, but like finding people that make me feel good and embrace me for who I am. Those are the people that I bring into my life. Uh huh. That's interesting. Nice. Does that make sense? Yeah. But was it like an attraction? Like you said, you saw something in her? Like physical attraction? Um, I mean, she is cute for sure. That wasn't it. Like, uh, it was actually really interesting. One of the things that she said today, she goes, uh, one of my friends told me how, like, I'm just super approachable. I'm like, you are. It also helps that you're cute. And she goes, thanks. But, like, I just, like, didn't get it. And so when her friend said that, uh, or she goes, when my friend said that, she goes, I bet you a bunch of people come up to you and just start talking to you. And she goes, fuck, you're right. Like people just talk to me all the time. I'm like, yeah, dude, you just have like this approachable energy. And I think that that's really what gets me. Like you can see people that are just like, I can talk to them and it will be good. Right. Yeah. There's that kind of energy. And then there's also people that like you can bounce off of like once you start a conversation, you can yeah. tell pretty quickly. Like you don't want to judge a book by by its cover, but like it does. Like you can tell pretty quickly. Like oh, I yeah, if you just bounce off, right. yeah, yeah, it's a whole vibe. It's the banter. Yeah. It's about the banter. It is about the banter, and so it was really cool making a friend today. Nice. Yeah. Um, How about you, another... Oh, what? Um, what is, I mean, why don't we just go back to those first two questions? We can save the other questions for another time. So why don't you just answer these two questions and then we'll, we can move on. I don't, I don't really have a lot of spiritual beliefs and practices. Um, so, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, it did not, it, because the question is, how does your spiritual beliefs and practices influence your decision to explore non-monogamy? I don't mm-hmm. think that it. Ha- I don't think it's influenced me um, to explore non-monogamy. Mm. Um, Do you think it's prevented I, you though? What? Not having like spiritual beliefs? No. Do I like maybe your past spiritual beliefs? My past spiritual beliefs. Uh, what do you mean by that? Like, do you believe Judaism has prevented you and like may have like ingrained in you to like not try it before? No, I don't think so. Um, I, I think it hasn't done anything different than like the general public has in preventing okay. it. Like, I feel like the general public is, is like, is not, um, or was not very open to non-monogamy. Like how I grew up was generally like every, everything around me was just like, that wasn't even a thing. Yeah. You know, like people, people view it as like a, a way to, to uh, justify cheating, you know, like that's how, mm-hmm. that's how people, a lot of people view it that just like don't understand 
that you can have like meaningful relationships with multiple people um very true but like i grew up and i one of the people one of the um what do you call them rabbis yeah mm-hmm. the rabbi that um was like my rabbi for my bat mitzvah and one of the main rabbis she was like overseeing mm-hmm. me she's a lesbian and like she was like super out and open about it love so yeah my my um temple was really liberal but I, I didn't, like, see any non-monogamous things, really. hmm Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Heard. I don't know. Said. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Um, right. Should we wrap it up? I think so. This was a good episode, my love. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, I'm excited to hear more about your therapy sessions. Um, if you need anything, of course, please feel free to ask for help. You know I'm here for you. Sure, you too. Yeah. Love you. Yeah. I love you too. Bye. Bye.